And now, in honor of back-to-school time, the Howard Stern Show salutes teachers everywhere for their caring. I can give you some private lessons. I'd like some private lessons. Kindness. Oh, Mrs. Summer. How's it feel to have your professors not in your car? And proper discipline. How are you going to punish me, Mr. Adams? I'm to show you. So to all the dedicated teachers who stimulate their students, we at the Howard Stern Show salute you. On today's Howard Stern Show, it's a demon Hellcat. It's everyone's favorite car trivia game show. 707 horsepower. Beat the limo driver. It's a flathead engine. It's a V8. You are so full of shit, dude. Day is just hey beginning, hey and I find myself wishing it was over. Good morning, everyone. What a day. I was, uh, what I do yesterday, I was busy. I'm a busy boy, man. I always, you know, I was discussing with a person I know, a friend of mine. He, he, I was trying to figure out, could I be happy not doing this show? Like, what would my day look like? What would the structure of the day? And so, people ask me that all the time, and I rapidly go through my day what it would be like if I didn't work. Like, I was leaving this morning. I found myself very jealous of my wife, who was, uh, she has lunch plans. She has, uh, uh, no one ever says to her, do you get bored? Is there a problem being home? I mean, she has no problem. I mean, she's into animal rescue. I mean, she has a very full day. Why, why do people always say to me, you can't leave the radio. What would you do all day? I'd be very busy. They imagine that you enjoy this. That's what they are thinking. That somehow this is fun. Who do you know that likes going to work? <laughs> Why is this work fun? Jerry Seinfeld says he likes it. Yeah, well, he likes it. There are guys who I listen. I know, like my agent. He has said to me, "I can't even imagine not working." He, he like I said to him, "Are you ever going to retire?" He goes, "Nope." Right to the grave. I'm going to keep working, going in the office every day, you know, as long as I'm able. Yeah, I was watching something with some kind of a a movie producer. Right. And he's like 80-something years old. He says he never thinks about retiring. No. And people in show business say to me, you can't, show business is in your blood. I go, no, it's not. Do you ever see where I come from? This goes against my blood. The Stearns were pants pressers. <laughs> <laughs> and butchers. This is the, there's no show business. In well, nobody would regret it or, or talk you out or try to talk you out of not pa- pressing pants for the rest of your life. Right. Well, that's their point. They're like, well, you're in a different business. You're in a fun business. I'm like, well, that's not that much fun. Still the same bullshit. You know, day in and day out. But no, it's not. Yes, it is. You get to is. meet your heroes. Who? Who did I meet? Write books Fred? about it. Yeah. Well. Do yeah, movies. You, you sound like everyone who likes, like <laughs> says to me, nah, come on, you got to keep doing this. I didn't say you had to keep doing it, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not like any other business. Listen, I was a dishwasher. I loved it. I loved it. Well, you could have kept washing dishes, Howard. I know, but there was no money in it. I needed to make a living. <laughs> I couldn't get paid properly for being the best dishwasher on the crew. If you were the mm-hmm. best dishwasher in the world. They didn't world, even give me a little bump. How much would you make? Oh, my God. 
I, I mean, I don't think I'd have a roof over my head. <laughs> it, was a, it was a bad scene. Uh, you know, there's been so much talk on this show about swinging, soft swinging, open marriage because so of steamy. Brent. And Brent going to L.A. with us, and, you know, he's got a date lined up. Yeah, I don't know what you call what's happening when he goes out to L.A. Right. He and Caitlin, his wife, will be dating other people on opposite sides of the country. Right. Hey, uh, can I smell your sweaty peeve? Used to be they had to be in the same room while they were fucking other people, and now it's turned into they can fuck people while they're away. So anyway, uh, I was uh, curious. I think Brent has set off a shockwave in show business. Because, Is that right? Well, this guy came forward. I don't know this guy, Thomas Middleditch. Uh, Is that he, a made-up name? You no, know, Thomas <laughs> Middleditch is a big uh, deal. He's on HBO's Silicon Valley. In other words, he's a mainstream actor. He was uh, seen in Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And uh, he did an interview with Playboy. By the way, I, I thought Playboy was out of business. I didn't even Apparently know. Apparently they're back. They're, they're back. So he did an interview with them. And uh, they called it their pleasure issue. You know how Playboy does separate issues. Mm-hmm. and. And so this guy, Thomas Middleditch, was saying that the, the big headline was Swinging Saved His Marriage. And, uh, you know, I'm reading this and I guess, you know, I, I thought it was rather brave of a guy who's got a big mainstream career going to really talk about this. Quote, only after I got married was I like, Molly, I'm sorry, but we have to get non-traditional here. To her credit. This guy? Yeah. <laughs> to her credit, instead of saying, fuck you, I'm out of here. She was like, let's figure this out. To be honest, swinging has saved our marriage. We have different speeds and we argue over it constantly, but it's better than feeling unheard and unloaned. Well, what does that mean? And that you have to scurry in the shadows. What it means is that uh, he's completely honest with his wife about what he's feeling. And rather than sit there and sneak around on her and cheat, he's glad he came out to her and said, I need to be no, having sex No, it was the different her. speeds thing. And they argue about it. Oh, well, that he explains later on because oh. he goes into basically it sounds like she's not down with any of this and he's the one swinging. Oh, yeah. It's a perpetual state of management and communication to the point where it's like, all right, we got to stop. I'm gas and she's brakes. And so, uh, yeah, in other words, she's putting the brakes on it and he's 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 full stream ahead. Full well, steam. That ahead. sounds weird to me. That doesn't yeah. sound like it's working. Working for him. Yeah, but it needs to work for both of them. I love my wife. I've never loved anyone before, Metal Ditch explains. With two people who feel that way about each other, how do you go down that road? It's rough. Bring a therapist along for the ride. So, evidently, he needs to swing. Like Brent, he's a seven. I looked him over. His wife's smoking, huh? Is she? Soft swinging. Yeah. How do you know that? I'm looking at pictures. I have no pictures. Why do you have all the pictures? (laughs) Uh, It's one of the trickier elements of it all, because Molly doesn't get this, and yet she has to witness. I'm like, come on. What about this chick who obviously is really into me? And Molly will say, yeah, she's into you. Where do I fit in? See what I mean? Yeah, that sounds awful to me. For her. Yeah. It's a game of inches on a minefield to try to predict who's going to feel safe. My first concern is Molly. Anything that happens has to be run by the queen. No, it doesn't sound like she's got much of a vote. Right. Because he still goes and does whatever he wants. Yeah. He's the big star. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this would be a whole different thing 
if he wasn't on a TV show. So let me ask you this, Robin. You're a woman. Um, what's better, your husband being honest with you and saying, look, I want to be with other people or, you know, as he says, lurking around in the shadows. I would always think honesty is the best Well, policy. I don't want anybody cheating on me. Right. But I don't think I'd stay in this relationship. You would leave. You'd say, look, yeah. I'm not, you know, I feel disrespected here. Well, it's just like you don't want to be married. I had right. a different idea of what marriage was. And this is something we should have talked about before. Yeah. Sounds like she's way in love with this guy and is just going to hold on to him no matter what. I don't know. But then you look insecure. I think one of these days she'll say, I waited too long to get out. Right. She'll be angry with him. Well, she'll be angry with herself because she'll go and find the life she really wants. And she'll have wasted this time. There's so much going on on this radio show that I can't even keep up. So uh, the fan feedback is great to read because it helps refresh my memory what happened this week. A lot of people writing us about high-pitch Eric driving. <laughs> uh, they're in a tizzy over it, as I am. Forget guns. Let's get high-pitch off the street. Yeah, I mean, Fire! guns no one can agree on, but high-pitch not driving is one we all like. High-pitch Eric called in yesterday to tell us he bought a car and that he has a learner's permit. Hello, hello. Despite the fact that I told him 500 times that you can't drive alone with a learner's permit, he ignored it. Yeah, he's still driving, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah, he's scheduled to take his official road test on Friday. The audience is furious that he could even afford a car. Howard, I'm a mailman. My wife's a teacher. We can barely afford to put gas in our cars with our two paychecks. But it's somehow possible for High Pitch Eric to buy a car in cash for $19,000? What the fuck is going on in this world? It makes me wonder why I even bother working. I want to flip over my mail truck right now just thinking about this fatso. <laughs> uh, here's another one. The fact that High Pitch Eric can pay $19,000 in cash for a car is a disgrace. He better not still be on public assistance. I'm a single parent raising two kids, and my taxes are paying for him to have a chauffeur and a stomach stapling. It's not right. It is infuriating, isn't it? Some people know how to work the system. They sure do. For a guy who's considered dull. I really don't believe it. For a guy we gave an IQ test, and he tested as an imbecile. And I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> I mean, there's a level called imbecile. He is working the system beautifully. He has a driver. He has his own car. He, as as this listener points out, he 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 had his stomach stapled at the taxpayer's expense. Had a surgery. Pretty wild. Uh, this one was really harsh. Eric is a con artist, piece of shit, and this guy signed his name. His name is uh, Bernard Madoff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, Bernie Madoff. Okay. Uh, Bobo called in. He was voice he he voicemailed all through the night, and he was upset because he's a driving instructor. So this is his area. Hey, Will, how you doing? Bobo here. Um, I, yeah, I just want to weigh in on high pitch Eric uh, getting his license. In all probability, he probably will pass because the road test standards are not like it was back in the day. But the fact of the matter is that he passed the written test is was the big thing. I mean, that's usually the hardest thing nowadays for students to pass, that 50-question test, whatever it is they give you, because uh, some of it could be tricky, you know? So uh, I would put my odds that he will pass the road test, all right? But it makes me sad because the industry has really uh, gone to new... Wow, he's saying the that... The industry. 
He thinks that uh, he'll pass the test of driving. Want to bet now? I'm going to take Bobo's uh, you word. Can, I'll, I'll bet, sure. <laughs> go ahead. Go with Bobo. <laughs> I say there's no way Eric passes that driving test. No way. There are no standards. First of all, I don't know how Bobo will passed. pass the road test. I don't know how Bobo passed his road test. <laughs> See, and he did. The standards are very low. Back in the day. I don't know how it. By the way, when I was listening to that voicemail, I got to admit, I zoned out <laughs> when he talked. <laughs> hey, Bobo, what's up? Hey, how you doing, Howard? Yeah, but like when I took mine at 16, I purposely failed it. I didn't even know what I was doing. My cousin took me. She goes, why are you going for a road test? I said, I just want to see what it's all about. And I jumped up on the curb. I blew a stop sign. And at the end, I asked the examiner, did I pass? He goes, don't be ridiculous. And he slammed the door. First but of all, it's, I, the I, word I, is know, ridiculous. But, um, ridiculous. Ridiculous? Ridiculous. Uh, Bobo, you, you said your premise is that you went and purposely failed your road test. That's good. Why would right. you purposely fail the road test? Because, because I'm retarded. I knew I was gonna, yeah, I knew I wasn't going to pass out. I, I, I just watched my cousin drive, and I went down there. She took me down there. So you didn't purposely feel of it. You didn't purposely fail. You took the test and you failed. Yeah, yeah. With the and you're embarrassed by the fact that you failed your driving instructor and you failed your first road test, and it's kind of embarrassing. So you've made up a story that you purposely failed. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? At 16, you don't really have the mindset to really know how to drive. It's too damn young. And that's what it oh is. Oh, my God. That, you know? Most but people standards, manage it, Bobo. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. The standards ha have went to an all-time low. I mean, the road test used to be a solid 20 minutes, 25 intersections, railroad crossings, maybe a little bit of expressway. Now it's like 10 minutes and you're done. It's It's horrifying. Perhaps oh, yeah, it, it's not horrifying. Perhaps these guys can tell in 10 minutes whether you know how to drive or not. No. No. no down impossible. here, you know what they did? They took away parallel parking to tell you how to uh, uh, um, turn your wheels uphill and downhill. There's no hills in Florida. Stupid. I wrote a letter to the governor. Do you know that? About a month ago, and I spoke to the <laughs> Why would we know that? I told the governor to build some hills. <laughs> and I told he him. He has to. I told him. I told him, you know, your accents are through the roof down here in Florida. They go, yeah, they understand. I go, why don't you start at the core of the problem with that damn road test that's on a skill course? <laughs> wow. Stupid. They don't Stupid. even go like, into hey. the street, Bobo? No, they don't put them in the street. They put them on the skill course. It's done in 10 minutes, and they don't know if you can drive. And a lot of these He's got a good kids, point I there. You're I absolutely right. I mean, I didn't know they did a skill course. That's silly. Oh, yeah. Howard, listen to this. This is the six things. Stop sign, straight back to 50 feet, three-point turn, okay, uphill, downhill parking, and an abrupt stop. You have to run the car to 18 and 20 flight breaks. That's your road test, I swear to God. So if you don't have someone like me, a professional, sitting alongside your child, okay, they hear this from another friend, they take this road test, they go out on all the right, street. All, and all right, anyway, uh, okay, interesting, all right. And Thank then the you. governor woke me back and said, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding on for Ronnie. What? I'm holding on for Ronnie. I got hard-hitting questions. What questions? The test is for, for Ronnie. Brent called me and he told me to call up and hold on for hard-hitting questions for Ronnie. Brent told you to get... We have yeah. questions for Ronnie. Ronnie's... Today on the show, Ronnie... Brent, Brent doesn't know what he's talking about. I know. He called me last week. He says, come up with something and, and, and call up. I said, okay. What's Brent doing? I don't know. I don't know.
All that soft swinging has turned his head soft. <laughs> Today we're playing Beat the Limo Driver. There's a guy who called in, uh, Mike, who, Bye. you know, was <laughs> like when Bobo goes right. Uh, white. A, white. I can, can bore you underneath you. Right. White. Right. White. So know, he's like the car expert. Mike's the car expert. Yeah, Mike is. All right, Bobo, I got to. Mike is a car expert. He started questioning Ronnie, so we said, why don't you come down here and we'll have a game of, uh, you know, who knows cars better, you or Ronnie? And he agreed. And uh, Dodge is sponsoring it because those guys are really into Dodge cars. Yeah. So what do you have to do with that? Brent called me up. He said, Bobo, could you come up with uh, some hard-hitting questions to test Ronnie? I said, okay. Well, just but but, but you're, I have questions. I don't need you to test when Ronnie. Call me to ask me some questions so I can win the and game. What is with, and, and Bobo, what the fuck is going on with your phone? I'm trying to ignore the fact that it's in and out the whole time because you don't know how to hold the phone. I have it right to my, my yeah, ear. Yeah, if you hold it to your ear, this, this, uh, this, ha this phasing effect won't occur. Okay, it's right here. Yeah, yeah. Now you're fine. What do you do with your phone? Be honest with me. I gotta know. Okay, the phone comes a little bit away from my ear. Not a lot. I don't. When it gets away, away from your ear, I'm just telling you, it's annoying. Okay, gotcha. Now you're fine. And I know if I talk to you for more than thirty seconds, you, you, in some weird way, you forget how to hold the phone. It's, it's a, it's bizarre. If you saw, if you were next to me right now, you would say, I can't believe it, but it's something else. Cause I don't hold the phone far away. It no, but every time like I tell, I complain about the phone, you make it better. So you know, there's something you're doing that makes it worse. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep pressing it into my ear. That's the only way I can do it. I think my lesions are pushing the phone away from my mouth. The lesions on your head? Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. They, they pulsate and yeah. they push the it phone away? It pulsates. It's if they fill maddening. with blood. It's maddening. I have an idea. When the phone moves away from your mouth, put it back. <laughs> That's what I do. I'll be talking to people on the phone. Like, I'll call my mother. I go, hi, mom. And then I feel the phone maybe relaxing a bit, and I put it back by my mouth. I must be a genius. You're certainly smarter than Bobo. Right. There you go. That's why I want to be best friends with Bobo, because I'll hang out with him, and I'll feel like a genius all day. <laughs> Anything we do, I'll do right, and he'll do wrong. Brent, why do we? Where, why did you ask where? Bobo to put together questions for the contest? What I call, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. Okay. When I when I talked to him uh, last week about the contest, what I said was during the warm up phase, if you called in and got some back and forth with Ronnie and had one defensive driving question, like you'd ask. Him but why would you do that? I mean, we who wants we, Bobo involved with the contest? Not not with the contest. As part of the warm up to get some back and forth. What with Ronnie. warm up? But there is no warm up. The, it's it's the the format's taken a couple of different twists and turns since we've been planning it. I just, I, it why, don't, why don't you go fuck a stranger? And Bobo, <laughs> why don't you learn how to work a phone? This guy's been calling in for twenty years every day, and he still sucks at calling in. <laughs> Even that he can't do right. The the basic part is having the microphone by your mouth. That's it. <laughs> it's simple, Brent. <laughs> the audi the audience Even high-pitched Eric can work his phone. The audience needs to hear what you're saying. You know who I can hear clear as a bell? Wendy, the slow adult. Oh, she's got the best connection. Yeah, I, and she's Bobo, crystal. She's crystal clear, Robin. But you, you were going to involve Bobo in this bit? Not I don't want that. You know what Bobo does to bits? He killed them. Yeah. Well, he does. Bobo's get some, a bit killer, we call him. <laughs> the he does get some back and forth going with Ronnie every now and then. No, and that's driving. fine. Yeah. But I mean, why do? But, but Mike is. We already got something going with Ronnie. I realize that. Yeah. Some, sometimes 
it, it would have been up to you. Sometimes you take calls like in the warm up when you're when you're interviewing the guys before you get to the contest. Do me a favor. Don't coach the callers. <laughs> okay. You right. got it. Thank you. You're right. All right. Bye, right. Peter. How's everything? Okay? Great. Yeah? You're, you're doing all right? Could not be better. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to get to you in a minute on the email. I mean, it's unbelievable. Really? Yeah. The general feeling in the email is that, you know, the Brent's marriage is in big trouble. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I, and I hate to say it. I happen to agree. I don't like where this is going, but. You know, mate, listen, Brent knows about this. He's been down this road. And uh, look, he's a grown man. He knows what he's doing, I guess. Well, you know, this is how, you know, we've chosen to live. Right. It's it, everybody makes their own choices. I'm just life. worried you're going to have some kind of weird breakdown if you, you know, lose Caitlin. I don't. I am fully confident in my marriage. Yeah. I mean, it, well, you could lose her for any reason. You could. That's true. That's and you true. could lose anybody. Any of us could lose anybody for right. any reason. That's and right. I just don't live my life worried about that stuff. If it happens, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Right. You know. It's, All right. Uh, okay. You know. I just, Here, not, look. It says. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Brent revealed yesterday. It's really quite unbelievable. He's actually in the middle of interviewing guys to have sex with his wife. And, and when he's what are you LA. looking for when you enter? He doesn't want her killed. He's looking for anyone who's not a serial killer. <laughs> Do you kill people? Are you planning to kill my wife? Uh, yeah. Like, like he comes <laughs> right Good out. Good luck with it. that. <laughs> he's been going, he's been taking people out for coffee, guys who want to fuck his wife, and he's interviewing them. Uh, he says because uh, he has to make sure none of them are serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> so Brent is pretty pretty much casting a wide net. As long as you're not a, a serial, serial killer. killer. Right. You're eligible. Um, here's some of the email. And, and by the way, also Brent revealed he has a woman lined up in uh, L.A. and he's going to go and try and fuck multiple women in L.A. Well, she's not sure she can fit him in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you get in touch with her? I did. I talked to her. Is she going to be able to fit you no. in? Soft swinging. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Your wife's going to be fucking 20 guys out here in New York while you're in L.A. looking around, not fucking anyone. That could happen. You know, I'm prepared for that. You are. Yeah. And, you know, for the, well, good. For the show, that, prepared. for the show, that might be funny. Will you have a camera in your house to watch Caitlin fucking these guys? No, no. That mm -hmm. would be great, though, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, probably, while you're sitting there alone, I'd probably come by your room <laughs> to take a look at that. <laughs> we, could do, we could do FaceTime. Uh, here's some email for what it's worth. And then I'll get back to Bobo. I'll let maybe I'll let Bobo ask. I pitch a few questions, but not not Ronnie. I love how Brent says that the other women in L.A., the other woman in L.A., is very successful and famous. Of course she is. She's taking time out of her showbiz career to hook up with Sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> Give me That's a break. Not right. Well, it turns out she isn't doing it. <laughs> no, no. High pitch Eric sex stories are more steamy and believable. <laughs> By the way, how about that yesterday? Oh my God, that was, was that disgusting? Th that was the most incredible uh, conversation I think I've ever heard. I think that was the, my best interview next to Conan. <laughs> oh my God. I got to tell you, you know. Uh, I think he fucked her in the pussy and doesn't understand that when a woman bends over, you can go in her pussy. Yeah, he he totally he did not understand that at all. No, it was so fucking salty. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't even play that. Yeah, well, it had to be one or the other. The, the uh, getting back to Brent's email, this dweeb Brent Hatley, dweeb, <laughs> this dweeb Brent Hatley has zero chance of getting laid anywhere other than a swingers club. The only reason he gets laid there is because couples want to fuck his wife. The guy's a four on his best day. Oh. Uh, this one says, ha, 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 ha. 
Brent thinks his wife needs help finding a dick while he's out in L.A. Newsflash, Baldy. She's got five or six already lined up, and I'm sure Michael Rappaport is one of them. Oh, God forbid. There's, there is no chance she'd be into Michael Rappaport. How do you know? I, because I have this con- these conversations with yeah, her. But- she, she would not be with anybody that I really detest. There's no chance she'd do that. Uh, even a listener who's very pro-Brent, loves you on the show, doesn't think this lifestyle is good for you and your mental health. Hey, Brent, I like you, but you're on the road to divorce. Dude, I know, I know this saying, different strokes for different folks is sometimes true, but your wife is out of your league. You should hold on to her and make her your wife exclusively. So this guy says you're going to lose Caitlin, and uh, there's a lot of concern out there. I, I know. That's a very um, right, very understandable opinion that people would have. All right. And uh, this one, finally, this one I thought was rather insulting. Can't wait for Brent to leave. Sign New York Knicks, the entire team. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, they, they, they might win at something then. Well, they, they seem to imply they might go over and visit your wife. Yeah, well, they should get better at playing basketball first. All right. Yeah, Brent has a message for the guys on the team. <laughs> oh, thank you, Brent. Thank you. Uh, getting back to Bobo. So Brent lined up Bobo to ask Ronnie questions, but I don't know. I'll leave you on Let my Let me hear one question that Bobo well, wait, came up I got high pitch on. Let's see if, uh, okay. is it a driving uh, question, Bobo? Yeah, these are all driving questions. I put up about five of them. Well, maybe this will be interesting for Eric. Hey, Eric, you were uh, quite the hit yesterday. Oh, thanks. Oh, Bo. Before you mentioned there were 50 questions, but now there's 20 right. questions right. on the test. I, that, even when I took the test 100 years ago, there were 20 questions. Yeah, it was only 20. Even Bobo's a driving instructor. doesn't know how many questions are on the written test. Because I don't, I don't administer the test. No, you I don't minister it? You might, you might not minister no. it, but you certainly <laughs> should know that. You should have taken it. I don't minister. I only flunk it. Uh, yeah. Eric, there was a lot of controversy about your driving. Uh, people are upset you were able to buy a car for $19,000 cash. It's freaking them out. Well, well, I do my cameo, so it's my money. Right. And you're yeah. obviously making a lot of money on cameo. Yeah, and I pay my bills, and, and you know, if I could pay my bills and buy my car, I could do whatever I want with my cameo money. Well, let me ask you something. Are you still getting a check from the government? Yes. Okay. That's what people want to know. I guess that's what's rubbing people the wrong way. Okay, so Bobo has questions for me? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, you made quite a hit yesterday on the radio. Many people were fascinated not only by your driving and the fact that, you you know, again, I'll point out, you are not allowed to drive your car with just a learner's permit. That's why they call it a learner's permit. You're allowed to learn with a licensed driver in your car and practice. Well, tomorrow I'm taking my, le- my final lesson before my road test. On Friday. You take lessons as well as just driving all around. Right. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you take lessons. Yeah. I'm well, betting you, Howard. What? He's going to pass that driving test. Hey, I didn't know he took lessons. Because <laughs> he yesterday he said he didn't take lessons. I don't know what he said yesterday. He told us he was doing a lot of driving, but he do never you, said anything about an instructor. Do you go to a driving school? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. And you go there. Because Shuli called the driving instructor yesterday. Yeah. 
And Shirley's coming to the road test with me. Yeah, I know that. So, I've listened before the road test. <laughs> well, maybe Bobo doesn't uh, need lessons on the phone from Eric. Eric's not <laughs> doing well today. Eric, the, do you, does the driving instructor tell you you're not allowed to drive around with a learner's permit? No, he didn't, he didn't say any of that. But did you tell him you were driving all over the place? Yeah, I did. You did? Yes. Yeah. But th- did you tell him you're driving alone? Yeah, he didn't say anything. All right. Well, there you go, Robin. Well, maybe they've changed. I don't know. Maybe that's just for kids, and since Eric's a hundred years old, getting his driver's license is like let him do whatever yeah, he they're wants probably to like, do. He's like a big baby Huey. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, come on, you should make a bet. I am going to make a bet. Yeah, she likes your odds now. I still say you'll flunk. <laughs> hundred bucks. I don't know. I mean, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, uh, Bobo. Oh, you want to ask on. Eric some questions? Sure. All right, Eric, here's a good one. All right, this is a really good one. I was going to ask Ronnie this one. What would you do if your car started to skid on ice? And now we're approaching the winter months before you know it. So this is essential. A, keep your foot on the gas pedal while trying to get out of the skid. B, steer in the direction of the skid. Or C, apply the brakes light and steer in the direction of the skid. You have to steer in the direction of the skid. Very good. You got it right. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Well, little tricky there. I thought you were going to say C. All right, ask him one more, because when you read the questions, okay. I want to throw up. <laughs> okay. Um, when no signs or signals or police, what do you do at an intersection? A, drivers on the right must yield to drivers on the left. B, there are no laws on the book stating who must yield. And C, drivers going straight must yield to drivers turning left at an intersection. Yeah, I'm with Eric. When you read the question, it's <laughs> I like... I zoned out. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you zone yeah, out? Why like, do what? people what fall number? asleep when I'm reading the question? <laughs> a. What's B? <laughs> a. B, are you bored out of your mind? <laughs> C, are you fucking confused? B. D, pick at the wesions on your head. E. E. <laughs> what do I do now? No wonder your students throw gum into your toupee. It's like you're, you're death. You're deadly. I have no idea what you said. <laughs> All right, I'll take it from the top. When there's no signs or signals at, at or police, what do you do at an intersection? Oh, okay. Drivers on the right must yield to drivers on the left, or there are no laws on the books stating who must yield, or the last one, drivers going straight must yield to drivers turning left at the intersection. I would have to say C. No, it's A. Drivers on the right must yield to the drivers on the left. Yeah, that's why when you... Uh, uh, all right. Hey, guys, <laughs> I got to go. All right, Eric, good luck on your driving test on uh, Friday. Yeah, hip, hip. All right, and I'll, all right, and I'll let you know Monday. Please. And Bobo, uh, right. we're done, right? You, you, okay, yeah, thank you. Up. All right, nice. very good. Bobo Got his little... Case oh. closed. <laughs> What a bore. <laughs> oh, wait.
when he starts talking with those driving questions, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good. I pretty good at driving. I know the rules. What a B C D. When you are driving. When you're driving. <laughs> good segment, Brent. Smart getting Bobo to ask those questions. Brent coaching Bobo. So dangerous. No need for coaching Bobo. He's fine on his own. God, imagine being like in Bobo's class and you have to listen to four to six hours of that straight oh through. Oh, my God. Hello, everyone. I first want to let you know my name is Bobo. I want you to know that I have been a driving instructor with many, many, many awards. <laughs> I received, and now I'll just quickly run through my awards so you know who is teaching you. Oh, I can only imagine what goes on in that class. And from what R Ronnie had to take Bobo's class yeah. because Ronnie, I forget what it is. He's because he's a licensed limo driver. You got to go to these driving classes once every couple of years. And Bobo just happened to be the instructor. He didn't even do anything wrong. And he got no. Bobo. No, no, it wasn't that he did anything wrong. It's like, he, it's like a mandatory this is like punishment before. Effect. Yeah. I think that's what the story was. I, I'm maybe I'm making that up. I forget, but I just imagine people just like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We're trapped in a room with this guy for six hours. I bet you they don't want to commit that offense again. Do you know I wrote to the governor in crayon? <laughs> <laughs> it was a big orange crayon. Because, because all the, the sunshine state, all Florida. of the new rules are very, very lax. And there's no hills in Florida. Right. And you don't even have to Powerwell Park. If you don't Powerwell Park, how can you be Powerwell? Right. Huh? It's only a course. And you, you only have to pull over to the side of the road. Unless there's no whites and no police. And then you must yield to the person on the left. <laughs> oh, my and God. And then you minister. And you know he probably has a completely written out class where he just reads to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he can't even ask a question on this show without reading. I love how he threw in after that first question. And winter is coming up. Right, right. And it's yeah, that, very, I mean, that's very so dangerous. <laughs> and when, we have so much ice in Florida <laughs> when we drive. And then what did he say one time? He said that his class had a 75, no, 100% graduate, 100% pass on the driving test, whoever took his class. Except. Except it turned out people had failed. Yeah. But I forget how he came to that conclusion. How did he do that? Well, those people didn't follow his instructions. Right. I had more students <laughs> sweating their wrists after a lecture from me than any other class in Dwight yeah. history. I had a 75% graduation rate, 95% suicide rate. Yeah. yeah. One time there was one guy who was a very high achiever. Yeah. He hung himself in the broom <laughs> closet. Yeah. Very high up. <laughs> 100% of my students bang their fucking heads against the wall in an order to stay awake. No, he literally said, 100% of my students pass, except for the ones who failed, because they didn't pay attention. So that would be right. 100 That's 100%. That's 100%. Wow.
he, I was like, wow, Bobo, you had a 100% success rate as a teacher. He goes, yes, except for the ones who failed because they didn't listen. <laughs> wow. This is fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, hi, Andrew. Dude, oh my gosh, those guys are morons, both of them. But man, Bobo is such a bore. Holy shit. Yeah, he was really boring today. Oh but my when God, he reads, he out. can really mess up. Yeah. I fell asleep like on my own show. Like, I kind of just got woozy, and I was like, I don't think I'm paying attention. I, I go, I, no, I, and I'm like, I don't think I know the answer to this. <laughs> yeah, I, I was kinda... like, I've forgotten what he said. And then I looked over at Robin, and she was zoning out. <laughs> many, of, the... many of my students often fall asleep at the wheel. I have to wake them up with an alarm yeah. clock. It's weird. It's like, he's like hypnotizing. You know, how Hitler, they talk about Hitler was like hypnotizing. He could hypnotize an audience into a, you know, into a frenzy. Like, Bobo hypnotizes the audience into a, a sleep. I woke them into a coma. Yeah. He's the opposite of a great orator. <laughs> I'm like the anti-twump. Right. Howard, Shuli says that Bobo told him that when people finish the class, they thank him, they hug him, and some of them even cry. Wow. I believe they cry. They're grateful. What about the students who were throwing the gum in his hair? They hugged him and cried? Yeah. I don't know where this is happening, aside from in his head. Oh, by the way, I received an excellent uh, email someone sent in yesterday. They were writing in about High Pitch Eric's sex life. High Pitch Eric revealed he went down on this woman, and uh, he said, oh, her pussy was disgusting. He, it tasted salty. And some guy wrote me a note and said, you know, I understand why her pussy was salty. It's from her tears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a good one. Grossest pussy ever. Grossest, but lately he's had a ton. Grossest pussy ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he has a lot to compare with. And also, her pussy. Okay. Most guys I know who fall asleep fantasizing about Donnie Wahlberg think pussy is disgusting. Yeah. Well, I got to take a break. When we come back, we got a big show for you today, including beat the limo driver. I think that's something you'll want to hear. Finally find out whether Mike or Ronnie are... Who's the expert? Who's more knowledgeable, yeah. exactly. And we'll get to everything. As soon as we get back, come on, we got to take a little break. You understand. We'll be back right after these. I can't even keep up with it, Robin. Why not? Because there's so much going on here. I mean, first of all, Sal, anything you want to tell me? Anything you want to tell you, Wolf? Prevalent. Hmm. That's what I thought. I'm a turtle. You want I'm to confess something to me? I'm pregnant. And tell Robin about what a loser you are? I'm a loser. Mm. I cracked. I vaped this morning. This morning? Yeah. Where did you get a vape pen? We From my it poker away. game. It was been in my bag ever since my poker game. And this morning. What do you I, mean? What do you mean since your poker game? I had a po last Saturday. I had a I know. That's where you vaped. Yeah. And I kept the you vape. Brought, you wait a second. You went, let me understand something. Yeah. I confiscated a, a vape pen from yes. you the day you got on the air and you quit. Yeah. You mean to tell me you you bought another vape that pen? That night, when, after I was drinking, somebody went out to get pizzas. I said, can you go to 7-Eleven and pick me up a vape? Because I was drinking and then I vaped and then I put it in my bag. And then this morning, I'm having my coffee walking to work and I just felt like it's so good with a coffee. I'm like, fuck. And I, I did it. It's so weak. I'm not weak. Yeah, but, you're weak. You're, weak. You're, weak. you're just weak. 
but I'm, I'm, I'm trying. You're so weak, dude. <laughs> it's not easy to quit. Uh, it's not easy. What did I tell you about being easy? I was doing everything you said, too. Like, it's you were saying it's Throw not it on. Away. That's it. I'm, yeah, Where's yeah. the new one? Give it to me. <laughs> no, no. Come here. Go get it. No, I'm losing a fortune. Howard. I don't give a fuck. Oh, God. You want to give me your new vape pen? I'll throw it out right now. Uh, Grow a pair. I should. I'm sorry. I, I let, yeah, you know, I let the other day down. you carried on about I'm doing this for my family, for I my am. kids. No, you're vaping for them. You're right. <sighs> That's Dude, why I, you can't quit vaping. I can't. I mean, I, 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 I'm trying. Mess. I'm trying. I'm trying. What are those to anxiety quit? pills you took yesterday? It's propanolol. I take them daily because of my essential tremors. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a mess. Essential tremors, visitations. <laughs> Uh, fucking mess. Getting caught beating off at work. We are a fucking mess. Oh God. What's this? What is that? I, this bag. Yeah, Give me. My... Let me see this new vape pen. I want to look at it. I want to see what controls your life. You're not reading in the paper that another guy just fucking uh, yeah. his whole lungs collapsed from yeah, vaping. From what I've been reading, it's a, there's a there's a particular underground company and they're putting it into the THC pods. It's a particular company. They're adding yeah. an additive. So you're to telling it. me every one of these people smoke the same uh, vape uh, that you're referring to? I don't know if they have, but apparently there's a new additive out there that people are doing. They're experimenting. You're breathing with it. something into your. I lungs agree. I am not defending. Nobody's clear this. on what it's doing. I'm not defending it, Howard. I'm not proud of myself. You want to quit? Quit. Be a man. I'm trying. It's hard. It's so hard. It's not easy. Oh, so. Fucking get a grip on life. All right. Rise. Be great, Sal. Don't be mediocre. I know. I believe in that. Be great. I want to be great. You're going to let that little vape pen fucking rule your life? No. And it was very liberating when you I did children. quit. You children. Set an example. You never quit. Let's not get into that again. You hold it. You can act like a man. You don't. You never quit vaping. I quit, went no, back and You said and quit. to me you were going to quit. Yes. And you didn't. Right. All right, I you didn't, didn't quit. quit. I did, I, I, yeah, I did it. You only quit. You know when you get to say you quit? I smoked cigarettes in college. Mm -hmm. I quit. I never took another one again. So now you could say I really did quit. Exactly. Because it's been 40 years or some crazy number like that. Okay. So. And I, I guess ask me how hard it was to quit. How, how hard was extremely it? Extremely difficult. But guess what I did? I overcame it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I'm stronger than, than anything. You are. You're just a guy I see as weak. <laughs> I'm not weak. You're weak. You can act like a man. All right. If you say I'm weak, I'm weak. I'm weak. What can I well, tell you? Well, you're the one who said you were quitting. And I wanted you to quit. You lied. No, wanting to quit is not quitting. If you quit masturbating at work, you could quit this. <laughs> Stop it with that masturbating Just at a big work. man baby. You know, whenever I see I'm that. I'm not a man baby. When I see I, it, yeah, I, you I, are. You, whenever I see that vape pen in your mouth, it looks like a baby bottle to me. My wife calls it a pacifier. Yeah, it's a pacifier. It's Sal's pacifier. Wow. Oh, oh. And where's my pranopole or whatever the fuck it is you Propanolol. take? Propanolol. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you don't take medication for certain things? Nope. Okay, now I can't even take medication. No, you could take medication. Okay, so I take medication for essential uh, traumas. But, but I don't take medication so my hair will grow. That's true. <laughs> Dangerous chemicals, it to be for no fucking reason. <laughs> and by the way, none of if that shit worked, it, right. people wouldn't be bald. Very true. I gotta put you in a diaper at work, <laughs> like a big baby, and put the put the pacifier in your mouth. So, you know, I don't say it's easy to quit. It wasn't easy. I wanted a cigarette, but I didn't do it. 
You know, I, my doctor had me quit uh, coffee. Mm-hmm. wasn't easy, but I did it. Right. My doctor had me quit uh, alcohol. I used to really enjoy a glass of wine with dinner. Right. I quit. Even my wife said, how are you getting through this? I said, what's the difference? And you don't sit there when other people are drinking and say, I have to have no. one. That's it. It's over. I just told myself it's over. That element in my life is gone. It's gone. I don't get to drink. I admire that. But why don't you admire yourself? I do. What's the matter with you? I do. You can't and I'm give try- up a vape pen. I'm trying, Howard. I really am. No, you're not. But it got. It, sometimes you have a weak moment. Yeah, we'll- take that out of the bag. Give it to me. I'll throw it oh, out right no. now. Come on. Now you'll have to buy another. Well, why one. do you want? If you quit, why are you? Uh, why are you saying, "Oh no"? Because you don't need it anymore. Maybe. You don't need it, period. Are, did you, are you quitting? I'm going to give it to you. I no, 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 no. I don't want you to give it to me. Are you, are you quitting vaping? Yeah, I'd like to, yes. yes. Are you quitting or not? You know better than me. Right. I can't answer for you. Are Am you I, quitting? I'm like 50-50 now because I, I want to you know, quit. Yes, I definitely. How do I get through to you? Do I have to drip, visit you in a dream and be glowing or something? <laughs> yeah, that's how. Get the dog to give him a message. So weak. What's today, Wednesday? I don't see anybody so weak. Uh, your dog says yes, it's Wednesday. <laughs> Just be honest. Tell me you're not quitting. Just be honest with me. You're not quitting, I right? I want to quit. Are you done? I'm done. Are you, are, are you done with vaping I want to quit. I no, want no, to... don't say you want to. Did you quit or do you want to quit or not? I want to quit, but I'm, right. I'm afraid are, that are I we, can't quit. So, I'm, I'm, so I'm going to go back. Want, you know, if you keep that in your bag, you're going to smoke it. That's correct. Right. All right. So keep it in your bag. So you're a, you're a vapor. You can't you can't conquer. This. I'm a vapor who wants to quit vaping. All right. I'm yeah, there are a lot of people who smoke cigarettes. They want to quit, yeah. but they're still smoking. Right. You can't quit. So in other words, there are things in this life that rule you. You're too weak. You could say, say Howard, I am weak. I'm going to quit. No, I'm not going to say, say Howard, that. I am weak. No. In other words, a, pen, a vape pen put out by a company rules your life. All right. No, no, no. Don't hand it to me. No, I'm going Just to. admit you're weak. I am not admitting. I am, listen. I am weak. I had a moment of weakness, and I uh, no, 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 yeah. no, not a moment. All right, I'm weak. I'm fucking weak. Ah, good. All right, now you All can right. leave. Go sit there with your buddy Richard. Make out. <laughs> you two girls should go back there because you're two weaklings. Well, two with the what alcohol. What is Richard? Uh, alcohol. Oh, he wants another that, weakling. Yeah. <laughs> Get in here, weakling. Two big baby shitheads. Well, you don't oh. believe that alcoholism is a disease. Whatever it is, quit. Uh, you can't necessarily quit a disease. I have friends who are alcoholics. They quit. They oh. stop drinking. That's right. But the disease was very difficult, made it very difficult for them to stop drinking. I believe Sal has a, a disease. It's called low IQ. <laughs> oh, it's his disease. <laughs> disease. You got a disease. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Good. Go to the hospital then. You got a disease. It's a disease. You don't think alcoholism is a disease? I don't know what it is. That's not, I'm no doctor. If your doctor says it's a disease, then it's a disease. Whatever it is, just be done with it. Right. Listen to him writing you. <laughs> Sal, right. Howard's right. <laughs> I can't deny that. And when your lungs collapse, what should I do? Go, oh, poor Sal. It's nice. not fair. What, maybe we'll sue the, the vaping company. No, I like no, that. Well, People no. are going to sue the vaping company. They're going to sue the maker's Oxycontin. I don't have to sue the maker Oxycontin. You know why? Because you don't, don't take, take it. it. I don't take it. Right. I don't need to sue anybody. 
I'm in control over here of what goes into my body. And how about these uh, overweight people? They're addicted to food. They're killing themselves. Jason's killing himself. Well, don't Hunt. talk about Jason. You're oh. you, he's a baby, and you're a baby. All right, Jason, you're a baby too. All right, that's right. You got a bunch of babies back there. John Hine of grossly obese scares me. Grossly obese. Are you worry he's about weak. Sal? Yeah, yeah, Sal. Worry about me? Forget worry him. about Sal. I'm damaged goods, babe. <laughs> There's no worrying left. So you're so you're not turning in your vape pen? Is that it? Is I'd that like to look, Howard. Like to. If he wanted to quit, you wouldn't have to take his vape pen. He'd throw yeah. it away. I'd really like to. That means he doesn't. He's not going to. I want. Robin, to, am Robin. I running an office or am I running a daycare center? <laughs> a daycare center. <laughs> I believe that many Meanwhile, of these people I mean, would be in a state facility. I'm trying to do a show. All I know is I keep hearing stories out in the hall. Oh, oh yeah. Really? They're getting crazy. Oh, my God. Ronnie was just having a fit. But Ronnie's, I heard Ronnie uh, beginning that fit. Ronnie's a whole other maniac. Howard, you know what Ronnie told me this morning? It's pretty incredible. He got a blowjob on a plane. <laughs> what? He got, a, he got blown on a plane. Did he? Yeah, I was like, you kidding me? Yes. What one time while flying a while ago, some girl blew him on a, a commercial, flight. On a commercial <laughs> flight. Just it's so Ron, matter of I fact mean, with him. Am I in? Am I in Alice in Wonderland? Have you looked at Ronnie? Who's <laughs> blowing guy's Ronnie? Blown on planes. Wow. Oh God. How did we never hear about that? Oh, by yeah. the way, uh, I just want to let Mother Angelica, uh, who wants a lecture, Sal, and tell him that he's weak. Okay. Because you know what? I'm tired of lecturing. Thank you, Mother Angelica, for calling in. God's creatures, except for Sal. Right. Sal, you're an idiot. You're weak. <laughs> you're so, so weak. And, you know, I pray to Jesus that your lungs do collapse <laughs> and that you come up to heaven so I can kick you in the friggin' nuts. Oh, dear. Right. Thank you, Mother. You're sick. Thank you, Mother. Yeah, Howard. So sick. I used to work with the Mongoloids of South Africa. Yes. And even they had more IQ in their little heads than Sal. <laughs> I know. Sal's very stupid. He knows it. Pinhead. He's a shithead, I, mean, I know. You know, I, know. I hate to say this, but he's a, well, he's a retard. <laughs> he really is. Uh, thank you, Mother Angelica. And God bless you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's the most compassionate woman. She's yet. a wonderful. Right, and yet you, she has no <laughs> compassion for. <laughs> Hear this story, Robin. You think it's crazier than Sal? Sal's normal compared to Ronnie. Oh, I gosh. love this story. Let's call this the bagel caper. So Ronnie evidently has a bagel every Wednesday. Yes, when the bagels come. And that's his big thing. So according to what I heard out in the hall, Ronnie has a special, he calls it his desk. It's it's a filing cabinet. <laughs> So Ronnie puts his bagel on the filing cabinet, all wrapped up. Uh-huh. He came back. He, he walked away for a while. He came back, and the bagel was opened up. In other words, the, the wrapping was off of it. Okay. He, he blew a fit and started screaming, who touched his bagel? Not only is he, but there's two other security guards. All stands right by this filing cabinet. Nobody knows who touched Ronnie's bagel. But Somehow nobody saw. But they're but they're security, and nobody yeah. knows. <laughs> that, that, so by the way, why do we bother with security? <laughs> nobody's watching anything. Nobody's watching anything. <laughs> Ronnie, 
You don't know who touched your bagel? How do you not know who touched your bagel? What do you mean? Your security. I went out to There's the kitchen. There's two other guys there with I you. I went out to the kitchen to get a drink. Go ahead. I had made a bagel because I didn't know when I'm going to get to eat it later because of the contest and everything. Right. Okay? I went out there. I made a bagel, wrapped it up nicely. On what do you pl- wrap it in? A bunch of paper, you know, like paper towels. Okay. Wrapped it up real good. Yeah. Put it down on top of the filing cabinet. Which my is your desk. Your desk. Yeah, my, my desk. My official desk. All right. <laughs> That's right. Tell the story. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyway, so yeah. I come. I come back. Bagels all unwrapped. The paper right. towels are gone. No gone. Pro- no by the bagel way, paper. What I is the bagel sitting little, on? There was one little napkin sitting on top. Ronnie. Someone raped wow. my bagel. Ronnie. Nobody's no dude. If Ronnie. somebody fuck with your food, you'd what? be out of your fucking That's, mind. Oh, I'd be livid. But you're not hearing my question. I'm not goofing on the fact that someone fucked with your food. I find it incredible that three security guards don't know who walked into the room where you guys stand. I wasn't in there. I was gone. So why don't you ask your other two buddies who wh- who fucked with your bagel? I'm sure they know who did it, and yeah. I think I know who did it. Go ahead. Because there was it? only one person there, so, and so, he loves to fuck with me because he thinks everything is a big joke. So who was it? Perlman. 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 Mike Perlman. Perlman. Who's that? Perlman. He works upstairs. Yeah. You think he came downstairs? No, he was here. He's been here the whole time. He was in the room. For for an explanation, he was on the air once. This is a guy that works for us that was shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was Mike fucking with Ronnie's bagel? I don't know. This is Ronnie just telling me this now. I I don't like anybody fucking with anyone's food. I just find it incredible that the security people don't know who just fucked. If anyone, they're all- no, because they're trying to fuck with my head. They're trying to rile me up. Everybody's after you. Yeah. Why? Okay. Because of this contest? I don't I have no idea. Who's trying to? I, no one's allowed to fuck with anyone's food. I know here. that. That's bullshit. I agree with I you. I would never touch anybody's food ever. So how do you not know the culprit, Howard? We, ju- we just spoke to Mike Perlman. I don't believe he him. Swears he swears. Mike, come down. Touched- where is he? Get him over here. He doesn't look like the kind of person who fucks with No, he's a big me. fucking jokester. He, he is? Everybody thinks he's the quiet guy. Uh-huh. He's not this quiet guy, believe uh-huh. me. But, you know, it wouldn't be the first time you, you got the wrong suspect. Yeah, whatever, dude. Mike, what's going on here? Let's talk. I. Yeah, nice job, fucking Sal, getting off this t- fucking topic. What, with his vaping? Yeah. He's, yeah. Weak, he's a weak shitty security guard. And what's the, you what, can't what's, even monitor a bagel. Fucking, you yeah. hired a man who can't you know, monitor you know, a guard fucking, the bagel. You know, Piece of bread. You're a fucking asshole because I told you something in confidence this you morning. You didn't tell me. If you said in confidence, you would have said in confidence. I said, oh, you're a fucking dick. Wait a minute. I didn't, whoa, whoa, I didn't cross the line. Now he's turning back to me. No. Because he's stupid enough not to watch his own bagel. Yeah. It's my fault. You got a blowjob on a plane? Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you keeping that a secret? Because I didn't want to talk about it. Oh. Well, Sal, why why are you talking about it? We were talking about a plane. He goes like this. He comes in this morning. He looks at me. He goes, I'm going to Vegas, going to fuck on the plane. And he's doing Are this we, in the hallway. We, and I what, go, Ronnie. Dancing? Yeah, he's dancing. He goes, what is wrong with him? He's fucking 70 <laughs> he's, years he's old. He's hilarious. He comes up. And he goes, oh. Sal, I'm going to Vegas, going to so fuck full, on the plane. Is so, he is so full <laughs> of I swear shit. to God. He's he like, this is so full. There's people walking so around. Ronnie's doing this whole dance with his dick All you got on your brain is pussy. All I said was, I'm going to Vegas tonight. And then he goes, 